write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong I hope I was wrong and what Hello everyone We've got good news this week uh, Jen is alive and has survived coronavirus. So to protect yourselves and loved ones to not suffer the way that Jen has, we recommend the original Rapture mask. The best mask that you can buy that we can't call medical, but there are four layers, no filter needed, including an antimicrobial coating, an anti-moisture inner layer. It's washable up to 50 times. There's an adjustable nose clip so it can be fitted to your face and it's available in multiple colors. We'll tell you this straight. This shouldn't be bought in lieu of medical gear, but it's the next best thing that you can get your hands on. If you follow Rapture Masks on Instagram, that's W-R-A-P-T-U-R-E Masks on Instagram and DM them for 25% off your first purchase. Stay home. Stop the spread. Hashtag survive COVID-19. We love that. I mean, we love that especially because, Jen, you are looking so good. You sound so much better. Thank you so much. My voice is a little raspy today, but, like, I kind of like it, so that's cool. We've actually talked about this before, unrelated to COVID. We've talked about you loving your raspy voice. Oh, really? Yeah. I just, like, there's something about it that makes me feel, like, way cooler. I mean, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but like me and you have right. talked about it. <laughs> totally. I like it when my voice is a little bit raspy, but I'm feeling so much better. Thank God. Thank God is right. I mean, you just look better. You sound better. Thank I mean, you. I think it's partially due to the fact that you no longer have COVID symptoms, but I also think it's partially due to another fact. Oh, yes, guys. I'm so excited slash I'm recording this before telling my boss, but by the time we release it, I will have told my boss, so I feel okay about that. I just feel anxious right now talking about it, but I got a new job that's based in Colorado, and I'm so excited. It's so funny. We know that this job from... I don't know that much about it. Like I never heard of the company before, but I have friends that uh, work in finance that literally, when Jen was describing this position, they were like, you should go out for this job like you should apply for totally. this job and she's like oh that's actually the job I am applying that is the for. job I'm applying for so yeah it's super exciting we're I'm very excited, excited for you yeah it's like a really nice jump for me and I've actually been a fan of the place I'm working at for a little while now which is cool it's it's also worked out really really well because I applied via LinkedIn I didn't know anybody that worked there and I applied for a job that was like good but not as good as the one I got and so I was interviewing for it and when I was interviewing they kind of were like asking me you know my favorite parts about my job now and what I'm good at what I like to do and I just like was talking you know and they were like honestly I think that like this other position we have opening soon sounds like it would be a better fit for you just based on you know your interests and stuff like that so like maybe you should interview for that instead and I was like okay so I had to like do a whole separate application process for it Um, It was supposed to be based in D.C. and they actually opened it up to Denver just so I could apply. So that's a really good sign if they're Yeah, so that was really good. PSA to anybody who makes fun of my TikToks, that was like one of the things they were most excited about because they want to get into the TikTok world 
slash just like short form video in general. So um, yeah, that was like a big boost for me. Right. And I mean, you're doing like content strategy, you're doing brand strategy type deals. So I mean, like PR, that's like what you do. So obviously being literate in one of the largest platforms, social media platforms that's out there right now is super important. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to be a content strategist at a like finance-based media company, which is like, honestly, I don't want to like jump ahead of myself, but it's like kind of perfect. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like everything that you love, which is so funny because a lot of people don't necessarily think about doing corporate finance PR as something super glamorous or anything, but I know you love it. I do. I like really love it. Yeah. I'm super excited. Thanks guys. It was really quick turnaround. I'm shocked at like how quickly it all happened. I only started interviewing like three weeks ago slash like applying. I mean, it really sounds like they kind of like they knew that they wanted you for this position. That's so sweet, Kylie. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, I mean, they opened it up to like, it yeah. wasn't initially open up to that area, but they opened it up to the Denver area. And we can even think about this in the terms of like work from home, this new culture that we're developing during coronavirus. Like right. maybe because I'm not trying to say that this is a good thing. Obviously you suffered. Obviously we have lots of people that we care about that. But there are, are always positives to it. Yeah, you can't live your life only thinking about the negatives. Right. So maybe this whole work from home culture has allowed you to now live in like the city that you want to live in and right. also do the job that you want to do. Like 1000%. I feel like that's definitely one of the benefits of this whole pandemic. Remote work obviously has been proven to be okay for a lot of people and like a lot of people are moving now to the cities they want to move to and able to apply for jobs that they wouldn't have been able to apply for before. So it's like super exciting. Definitely. I think that work from home culture is definitely going to take over. Agreed. Also though, something that was super interesting. So our good friend who like Mm -hmm. works for a very small company has a crazy boss and this crazy boss. So this crazy boss is a bit of a control freak and they were very old school conservative anti-work from home. And I told our friend, I was like, you should really talk to your boss because work from home is cheaper to employers because you don't have to pay for an office space. You don't have to pay for um, incidentals like coffee, snacks, blah, blah, blah. And it's also employees are much more productive and typically much more happy because they have the ability to have a little bit more control over their schedule. Yeah. This boss was like so against it, blah, blah, blah. But obviously because of the pandemic, they were forced to at least try work from home, you know, follow city and state ordinances. Then this boss found out that actually their employees were so much better working from home and it just really helped. Now they're all work remote and the entire company is working remote. I know who you're talking about. And it was like insane how strict she was beforehand. Our friend literally had to go home to see her like newborn nephew or something like that, right? Yeah. The boss she- was like, sorry, you can't like not be in the office. Yeah. Not even just no work from home policy, but like no possible work remote days the most crazy, stubborn, stuck in their ways. But this has then forced them to at least try work from home. And now a 180, complete flip. This person is, their company is 100% work from home now. No, I think it's great. Anyway, we digress. We digress. Kylie, do you have any like major updates? Um, I have a really exciting update 
almost as exciting as Jennifer's update. One second. Let's hear it. I got this book in the mail. <laughs> um, I have had this book on pre-order since it was oh announced in Oh my God, I love February. her. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. So this book is No One Asked for This by Cassie David, who is Larry David's daughter. And I don't know, <laughs> I make all my friends watch her 86 or little mini series on YouTube. She's written a bunch of like articles for different magazines, kind of like a guest spot writer, but she's so freaking funny. She's like, so funny. If Larry David was in a 20 something year old girl's body. Also, if you don't know who Larry David is, this girl is Pete Davidson's ex that was dating him like right before he started dating Ariana. Like literally like the day before. Days. Yeah. I am not yeah, days. Wait, did you <laughs> did you listen to the Chicks in the Office episode where they talked a little bit about this? Yes. From last week. Yeah. Yes. Well, now it's two weeks ago from when we released this. But you guys, if you don't listen to Chicks in the Office by Barstool, they did a little they talked a little bit about um one of the essays from this book. Basically, yeah, Pete Davidson and Cassie David broke up. She actually broke up with him. And not didn't realize that. Not only days later, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson were dating, and then within a couple months they were engaged. So did Ariana slide in once she knew they were broken up, or like did Pete just like he was like it's go time? I don't actually know. I don't know how things lined up. I haven't read the book yet. I literally just got it yesterday. But my thought process is maybe she was just like on SNL around the time that. Kazzy and oh. Pete broke up and so that's like they met or they were re-meeting again I don't know how many times she's been on SNL or how many times she's met right. Davidson, but they probably like reconnected it, it that's my thought process it was kind of probably coincidental timing right. um I don't like I don't think poorly of Pete Davidson like I don't think he was trying to no yeah especially like, if like she's the one that ended it like and also no offense to Pete Davidson, but I don't think Ariana Grande was trying to slide in, like. <laughs> what are you talking about, Kylie? <laughs> All right. I don't know. In the terms of celebrity hierarchy, Pete Davidson is, I would say, probably A-, minus. but Ariana Grande He was literally a D-lister, a though, before he was dating Ariana. I would say no. I would say people knew who he was. I would say probably, like, a B-lister. Now he's, like, A-. minus. I don't even think B, but, like, maybe. But really? You know, wow. Maybe I just am a big SNL nerd, so I like- You're really that. into like comedy and stuff. Really? You think so? I think so. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Guess you guys, Jen is really into finance. I'm really into comedy. That's us. Also into reality TV, so balances out. Well, I'm also- I watch The Bachelor now. True. Also, comedians are like so smart. I think oh, comedy's yeah. great. The hockey player used to be in uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, which is um, like a stand-up or it's like a comedy troupe thing, kind of like Second City, but it was started by Amy Poehler was one of the four main people that started it. Yeah. It's like a pretty- He does everything. I'm like so confused by him. Don't even get me- He played hockey. <laughs> he did comedy. He does other stuff now. It's- Yeah, he's he's led quite a life. Now he's your sugar baby. He is my sugar baby. Yeah. I take care of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kylie mm-hmm. takes care of him really well. She feeds him, helps him pick out outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's me. <clears throat> it's like really beautiful. It comes full circle. This mm-hmm. is you just live a really fulfilling life so a 24-year-old girl can just take care of you one day. We're being sarcastic. Yeah, we're being sarcastic. Wait, also related to dream things and things that we are 
dreaming about. So I follow this. It's a super interesting model, actually. It's it's called like shop thing live or something. And it's literally people going to like designer outlets and they'll post on Instagram, like how much this thing retails for and how much it costs right now. And it's all like brand name designer things like, you know, Gucci, Prada, Versace, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And they'll show it and you can have them buy it for you. So no way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my so gosh. So every day their Instagram, well, but here's my favorite part is they post, so they post everything on their Instagram story and you have to like buy it within that day. But because they post on their Instagram story every day, there's like 300 little things that they post. I love to like just scroll through it. And I'm like, wait, oh. that is like so fun. It's so fun. And, and it's really good discounts. Like if you want an, a specific item, like you're like, I really want a tote bag, for example. Yeah. Um, they have like 300 different types of tote bags that they post like all the time. Um, wait, this is so good to know. It's here. I'm going to, I'm going to actually look up their exact at so people can, people can see it. It's called shop thing live, no spaces. And this is not an ad. They're just getting free airtime. I love this thing. And you should just follow it, Jen. And every day you can just see just fun things that they find and cute shoes and purses and clothes and also like, you know, a lot of the stuff is obviously it's expensive, but it's not super super expensive like it's all discounted stuff oh my gosh that is like amazing but it's all like i'm like clothes with the discount totally discount is what makes me really excited totally okay so now that we've officially yeah let's go real updates we wanted to get into our topic this week which is Something that I think a lot of people have been doing during this pandemic. First dates. <laughs> yeah, first dates. Okay. Especially during the pandemic, like, it's really hard to meet people in an organic way because you're not going true. out. You're not doing things. Kylie, um, I literally told my guy friends they should start approaching girls at the grocery store. I'm like, do you know how excited girls would get if a male, especially a tall one because they're all really tall, approached them at the grocery store? <laughs> Pumped. The grocery store is definitely where you would, the only place you can meet people. It's the new towel. <laughs> the new towel. Why don't you, why don't you kick it off? I will start out with just one thing about bad first dates. It's that they're so common. And Kylie brought up a really good point. Like something will stick. All you need is like one good first date to like make you feel good. But there's going to be a lot of really bad first dates, and I feel like it can be really, like, um, I don't know, deterring from wanting to go on them, especially if you're, like, coming out of a breakup and stuff like that. But there can be some really, really good ones. I feel like I feel like for people fresh out of a breakup, so my guy friend was recently talking about this, and he had not been on a first date in so long. He was super nervous. He's really busy. Um, he's like a graduate student. And so he finally like got the courage to ask this girl on a date that he met on a dating app. I actually think this might've been his first, first date from a dating app. And he said it was going like decently well, whatever. And then immediately she starts talking about how she recently moved. She's talking about how she moved and he was like, Oh, like, why'd you move? Blah, blah, blah. And she told him that she was living with her boyfriend and they had literally broken up the week prior and she had just moved out that weekend. And then she said that she went out. Oh my God. My friend, because her friends encouraged her to get back out there. 
So he just felt like so used and upset and like, you know, now he might be deterred from like asking girls out or going on a date for a while because it's like, well, that was a waste of time and money and effort and kind of like just sad. So sometimes first dates can like just suck or just there's not going to be a chance of it really working out because somebody might be emotionally unavailable. But there's always the good first date stories, um, which I definitely have a couple of those. Kylie, do you have any like fire first date stories? I have some, yes, I definitely have some great first date stories. Um, This is actually super funny. So when I first met the hockey player, we were texting for a couple weeks, like leading up to our first meeting. And this was right before I moved to LA. So we couldn't have met up in person for a couple weeks. And we had like really good banter back and forth for a couple weeks. We had had a couple phone calls. Like it had seemed really good. It was going really well. I was sure he wasn't a catfish. Like we had FaceTime. <laughs> I got to see him. It was all good. Blah, blah, blah. It was the day before we were going to meet up and I let him know. So something that I always do with men because I feel like men need explicit communication. So it, true. I mean, it's also good for women. Like wh- it's also not women can read nonverbals. Women are much better empaths that on the whole, not like everyone is. Men a lot of times need explicit communication. So what I like to do before I go on any kind of date, and this date, you know, it's during COVID. So we're I'm going over to his place. I wanted to make it very clear. I just said, hey, you know, I just want to let you know I don't sleep with people on the first date. And there is like a lot, I know people have different reactions to whether or not they would personally do this because this is pretty upfront. This is pretty awkward. But I find I, I I can respect it. Thank you. I mean, it is it is a little bit upfront, but I do think that it's better to avoid any kind of confusion later if these are your boundaries. Like, communicate whatever your boundaries are just explicitly because a lot of times men won't be able to read your nonverbal cues. So true. Also, especially since you are going to his place because it's a pandemic, which is like, you know, there's not that many public options right now. I feel like it was good for you to communicate that just so he knows, just in case. Totally. And another thing, too, that I want to point out is he invited me over to his place, which pre-pandemic might be interpreted as a red flag because, hey, just come over and chill at my place as opposed to, hey, let's go out. Let me take you out on a date type deal. Totally. But during the pandemic, I feel like there's a totally different tone to this. Agreed. It's like perfectly acceptable, especially if he has some type of plan like, oh, do you want to come over and we can like order food or like drink wine and cheese and do this, you know, like whatever kind of thoughtfulness he puts into it really will show through. And so guys there and women, but guys out there who may be asking girls out on dates, if you don't feel comfortable going out and you want her to come over to your place, try to do something, I guess, that maybe shows a little bit of thoughtfulness. Agreed. Another good, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but if somebody's <laughs> not comfortable going out to somebody's house on a first date, you can always suggest like a FaceTime date and then like order the same food or like the guy can order you food or whatever. And then you can like have a little FaceTime date first. I do think that having at least this, some communication over the phone or FaceTime is good prior to the first date as a way to, I think, minimize people's 
wasted time. Maybe some people prefer not to do phone calls or FaceTime. Maybe they prefer, I would rather meet you in person and see if there's like some kind of um, connection that way. But I feel that I can do a lot of eliminating potential suitors over the phone if there is you know, certain things that we don't get along with or we don't click on, then I'm kind of like, okay, this is, this is it. Like, this is where this ends. And we don't necessarily have to waste time getting ready, going out to a date, meeting up with someone, blah, blah, blah. All of these are filters to try to narrow it down. I saw Kylie FaceTiming people. You got like a head start on this because you would like do these FaceTime dates, like when you knew you were moving to LA, but like not there before the pandemic even started. I've done so many FaceTime dates. It's like so cute. (laughs) <laughs> I would be nervous. I'm not gonna, I would be really nervous. I mean, I was too. Of course I was nervous. It is, right. even though it's much less pressure than an in-person date, it is, it is a date. Like, right, totally. it's still exciting and nerve-wracking. Right. Anyway, so back to the first day I had with the hockey player. So I told him, I was like, hey, just to let you know, you know, I don't sleep with people on the first dates. Like, that's my personal rule. And yeah. He responded and he was like, well, it's like rather presumptuous of you to assume that we would sleep together. And I was like, uh, okay, like I'm just communicating my boundaries. Right. Obviously much later, I like kind of brought this up and I was like, haha, remember when this happened? And he communicated to me that, you know, he doesn't really like, he doesn't really sleep with a lot of people. Like that's not like his thing. He doesn't necessarily how around or anything like that so he was kind of insulted by the insinuation that he would just kind of like sleep with anyone or anything that moves which was not my intention my intention came from trying to clearly communicate boundaries so there's no room for misinterpretation while also keeping myself relatively safe like this is a safety precaution to have something in writing so girls I really do think, and men, if you have a boundary too that you do not want crossed, send it via text message so you have this in writing. 100% agreed. I think it's funny that he was so offended. Like, I get where he's coming from, but, like, it's so funny. But then when I told him that my perspective of, like, it's a safety precaution, I mean, I was going over to someone's place that I had, though we had talked on the phone and via FaceTime, like, we had never met in person. It's a safety risk, like, and of course, when you're going over to someone's place, tell someone, tell your friend. So I told my friend that lives in town, I sent her my location. I shared it with her. I shared the address and I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is who I'm meeting. Yeah. I know it's really a dark place to be, but like, you really just need to be safe and like, totally um, make sure that you are looking out for yourself. And you know, no, I think that's really smart. I know that like, I've said that to guys, like not via text, but like in person. Like, I will say that on, like, the first couple dates or whatever. Not that necessarily, but, like, if somebody invites me over, I will just say, like, yeah, like, you know, I'm totally happy to hang out, but, like, I don't want to, like, do anything physical right now. That's so funny. I mean, but it's also, like, again, you just have to be explicit and and you just have to be honest with where you stand. Because a lot of people cannot read between the lines. Absolutely. It's smart. Another first date thing that I think, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first of all, there's so many like varying opinions about who pays on a first date. And Kylie and I have differing opinions, which is interesting because like there's two different takes. Personally, for myself, I won't speak for everybody because my sister even disagrees with me. For myself, if a guy did not pay on the first date... 
I would not go out with him again. Even if I asked him on the first date, like, I literally don't care. Like, a guy should offer to pay. They should always at least offer to pay. If, like, I felt like I seriously asked him, like, I was the one, blah, 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 like, fine, then I will happily pay it. But he needs to offer and he needs to actually want to pay it. Yeah. And I am of a differing opinion where that's not necessarily a deal breaker for me. If a guy doesn't pay, I would call it a yellow flag of sorts. Um, But here's what, like, let me explain kind of like what my situation would be. Anytime I go out with someone, I definitely make sure that I offer to pay my portion. I don't offer to pay for the full full date. Right. I wouldn't do that, but I do offer to pay my portion. And there's a few reasons why I do this. Number the first reason I would do this is if I have no intention with meeting up with this guy again. Um, that is that is a good point and something I didn't think about before. Like that's actually a really good point. And and a lot of times like I may not know that in the moment. So sometimes like I'll let a guy pay and then I won't meet up with him again, but that's not because I, in, in that moment, I knew I wasn't going to meet up with him again. So if I know right. for sure, there's not going to be a second date, there's not going to be anything else. I do do, I, I do do, I do make sure to pay for my portion and insist on it just because I don't want there to be any kind of implication. Like I was using him for a meal or anything like that. Which is like, honestly, really nice of you because there are people that like literally go out on dates, like four days a week just so they can get free dinner like that's not most people but I have heard of people doing that who are like desperate to like get free food and stuff like that right well I mean I think that so there's two different sides to the spectrum so I'm kind of digressing from the meal ticket thing or the the paint men paying for meals but there's there's the fear that men have about meeting up with women and then there's the fear that women have meeting up with men so like men meeting up with specific women they have the fear of, is this woman a catfish? First of all, a lot of catfishes, fake profiles, a lot of people freaky. Yeah. Trying to get people to sign up for their OnlyFans, trying to get people to sign up for their, like follow them on Instagram. They're trying to be an Instagram influencer, lots of things like that. And then there's also the meal ticket thing where girls will just order a ton of food, like literal multiple meals worth of food. And that then is insane. Expect Can you imagine doing that? I, I literally like, couldn't imagine never. doing that. No, that's so horrible. It's so low class. So low class to basically steal from someone. Agreed. So that's like a really good point about paying for your half on a first date. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I get where you're coming from, I guess. Right. But okay, so even beyond just that... I do, so, like, let's say I'm not sure, like, I might want to see this guy again, like, or I I definitely want to see this guy again. I still do offer to pay for my portion, and I typically want, it's, it sounds bad, but I'm not, I'm not trying to test them, but if they do insist on paying, I'm like, okay, thank you, and most of the time they do insist on paying, which I, I just think it's, like, it shows kind of manners, and it shows that you really do care Agreed. Sometimes I do understand, like, depending on what they do for a living, you know, I'm trying to be understanding and, like, maybe we make similar amounts of money. Maybe I make more money. Like, I'm more than willing to just kind of pay if I still get the understanding that they are a good person and would care about me in other ways rather than maybe financially they can't just swing it. 
So I try to be a little bit, I try to be really understanding. It's really nice. Um, but if a guy can definitely pay and he's like, yeah, like for sure. I'm like, mm, yellow Literally flag. no, like literally no. And I also, maybe he's not even interested in me. Like that, that could That's be an so indicator true. that he's not that interested in me. That is like so true. Yeah. I just think like the types of guys I like, and I'm not saying I necessarily like like wealthy guys, but I do like guys who work hard and are decently successful and are like financially secure. And if you are not financially secure enough to pay for the date that you invited me on, first of all, why did you invite me on that type of date? We didn't have to go to dinner. We didn't have to go to this night's drink. We could have gotten, we could have sat in the park and had a picnic with some crackers that you brought and like wine from Trader Joe's. Right. You know what's so this is funny. I actually talked about this with the hockey player and I told him a little bit about my philosophy for paying on dates. And he he came up with what he calls the Chipotle rule. And the Chipotle <laughs> rule is if the date is more expensive than Chipotle, then he should pay for it. If it's Chipotle or less expensive, then like if you go Dutch, it's like not that big of a deal. I would be Okay, so I totally get where he's coming from, but I would be even more offended if they <laughs> wouldn't even pay for Chipotle. Yeah, if they didn't pay for my Chipotle or like we got Starbucks like coffee or something, and he just fucking le- oh, no, 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 no. There's no excuse for that. Nope. Disagree. Sorry, hockey player. I get where he's coming from. I understand the concept. But it's not going to work for me. You're so funny. (laughs) But I think basically what meaning like, so I think that at the end of the day, men, if you really like this girl, just pay for her. Just do it. You know what though? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I interrupted. No, no, that's all. What were you going to (laughs) say? So I have a friend who makes a good amount of money and he also has a very high income potential. You probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes we talk about people we've gone on dates with and such, which is weird since he's my ex. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, um, he was telling me that he does think it's a red flag when girls say certain things. So he told me that one time he was going out with this girl who said she's only dated guys who work in finance in the past, and that's her type. And he was like, "Oh, like why do you like?" only like guys that work in finance and if that were the case with me my answer would probably be something like I don't know they're just like the opposite of me they're really logical like they are like numbers people like blah 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 compliment me a little quieter whatever okay let's just say like that would probably be my response this girl's straight up said because they like they'll be able to like take care of me slash like they they have like a good salary and like like she straight up made it about money kind of oh boy very bad. So he clearly was like, fuck no. And then what he also said was that if a girl doesn't offer to like, you don't even have to offer to pay for the date, but maybe just like for a third type of date or something like that, you could like offer to get like a round of drinks or like something, especially when you're going out with a guy who does make a lot of money because he said that like one of the fears one of his biggest fears is being used and he thinks that's really common with people who do make a lot of money like people do use them plenty of people will use them like friends will use them family will use them everybody who sucks 
might potentially use them. So like if they're looking for a partner, they don't want someone who's going to use them, you know? So totally. That's good to keep in mind. Like yeah. offering yeah. eventually or just like getting around once in a while or like doing something thoughtful is like I think a good move even if the guy does make significantly more money than you. Totally. I think that is definitely the right amount to do and also not to ask for things um or oh my God, yeah. things and still like if you guys go out and he picks up the tab even if he picks up the tab every time just like thank you like i really appreciate it you totally. know just because it is what your relationship is normal like don't necessarily um take that for granted i mean also like speaking from someone who was making more money than other people like my my ex and like i would take care of a lot of things because he was Sugar a student mommy. <laughs> Like yes, but he did contribute, and he he did totally. he did spend a and lot. And he was more a hard money. worker too. Like that's like the main thing is like he was right. determined and had goals and was a hard worker. He just was still a student, right? At the time. So he just didn't have any money to spend. So that was the that was why he couldn't spend any money on us. Um, right. And I would actually get mad at him when he did spend money because I thought that it was kind of irresponsible for him to spend money on me. Like you should be using that for food or school or something, you know? Totally, which is like um, so nice of you. Even though but, it's like, I know what you're saying, but like, you know, it's just don't really take nice. people for granted. 100%. Um, I also want to put in a little stipulation. If you guys are students or like college students or high school students, I mean, like, unless this person has an other, like an external form of income, if you're both students, I don't necessarily think that like, you know, you should be expecting him to pay for every single meal. Agreed. maybe the first date or something like he does it but then when you if you guys keep going out and you develop a relationship then maybe not yeah no I completely agree I um I also want to take a moment to tell a really bad first date story that didn't happen to me okay so this happened to a friend but basically she was talking to this guy on a dating app and they were going back and forth and she wanted to go out for drinks like drinks is a very easy low pressure first dates as opposed to dinner it can last four hours or it can last like 40 minutes if you really need it to (laughs) right it's also like not super expensive so like yeah the guy should pick up the tab and it's like a nice gesture but you're also not putting him out so much where like totally you you have this high expectation that he's paying like over a 100 bucks for a meal for you so she wanted to go out for drinks low pressure casual drinks or coffee is a very easy first date if you guys are looking for something low pressure Anyway, he was like, no, let's go to Soho House for dinner. <gasps> and she was like- I know like, where this is going. <laughs> uh, she was like, uh, okay, like, I guess. So they go and she's like, not really trying to order a lot of food. And this man is ordering like half the freaking menu at Soho House, which is not a cheap menu per se. Um, no. And he's just ordering all this food, blah, blah, blah. And then the bill comes around- and he's oh like, I'm sorry, but I'm really strapped for cash right now. Would you mind picking up the tab? My man. I, I wish people could see my face right now. What? Are you fucking serious? That is horrifying. Like, horrifying. That is I first date horror story. <laughs> publicly destroy him on TikTok. Like, destroy. So it's so funny you like, mentioned I would that. make fun of that for two weeks straight. It's so funny you mentioned that, like, going off on TikTok because this girl did make a TikTok about it. <gasps> no! 
and people started to Venmo her money because they felt bad. Oh my God. You're kidding. Yeah. I mean, she was stuck with an over $200 check for something she didn't even want to do. So he just straight up used her. Basically. And she did let him know that that was like inappropriate. And he- Wait, did she she say that like in person? Like what was her reaction? No, she sent him like a text later and was like, this was like not really appropriate. I wasn't really comfortable with this. And like, he kind of put her on the spot and like expecting her to pay in the moment. Um, Fuck that. Literally fuck that guy. Just wanted to get it done with. She, She sent him a message and was like, hey, I don't really think that was appropriate. Like, can you just, can you give me the money back? Like I, you kind of forced me to pay for this. And so he did give her the money back. Plus other people sent her money cause they felt bad. So she ended yeah. up making money off of this process a little bit, but yeah. Anyway. So it, it ended up being a happy ending. Like she's not going on a date with this guy anymore. Plus like she got all of her money back and the guy paid her back, but that really? is a definite no go on what to do for dates. <laughs> So I don't mean to be really um, dark here, but you know what I know is a tactic of sex traffickers is pulling shit like that. What? Yes. So, um, and this is really dark, but a lot of times sex traffickers are young and they're cute. Like if you've ever seen Taken, like the guy in the beginning is really cute and young and like that's right where they're like, oh, let's share a cab. Yeah. And so what they'll do is, like, if they're at the bar or, like, you meet them at the bar and they're chatting with you, flirting with you, whatever, like, they'll pull some shit, like, oh, shoot, like, I don't have my wallet. Would you mind, like, grabbing this one or, like, blah, 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 and kind of testing to see if a girl is weak and won't, like, really fight back and won't, like, stand up for herself or just, like, says yes to everything. Like, no girl is going to want to pull out her wallet to pay for a guy, but personally i would say like no like literally no and then they'd probably not want to take me because they know i'd be annoying and like make a big fuss and a big scene but like they go for girls who are like weaker and can't say no because they're easier to like kidnap and shit yeah so just beware like um so if a guy ever does that to you make sure you say no just so you don't get sex trafficked say no and also like that girl did like she stuck up for herself and like texted him all that stuff and like said it was inappropriate and blah, 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 like, that would also be a turnoff because she might make a fuss. This is another thing, sorry, also not to be so dark on this first date's topic, but <laughs> yeah. another safety precaution, which is something that people don't really think about, is, is make sure on a date you take care of your own transportation to and yep. from the date yep. because you don't want him to know where you live. Dude, I, my opinion on this just changed. I'm not kidding. Cause I always was like, the guy should call the Uber. The guy should call the Uber, blah, blah, blah. No. Then he has your address. Or if you want, like, if you want him to call your Uber, he insists on it for whatever reason. He's like, please, like, I really want to pay for this. Don't have him call it to your address. Give it to like, not even something super close to you. Like make sure it's like two blocks away or like on a public street or like, or look just turn his- him down and say, yeah. I will take care of my own transportation. Yeah. Literally, like, look up the address of, like, a Starbucks nearby or something or, like, I don't even know. Um, completely agree. See, I I like it when guys, like, do offer to get an Uber or, like, especially if they want to, like, drive you home and make sure you get back safe- safely and whatnot. But, like, giving your address out to a random stranger can be dangerous. And, like I said, just, like, make sure that you, like, stand your ground a little bit when you're talking to new guys because – 
um you never know people are weird yeah you you really do never know well on that really dark note i'm really glad <laughs> that we went over all of this um i mean definitely look, still first dates first are day. fun okay as long as you're safe fun. and you you should just be meeting people that are fun and likable and you know what most of the time like 99 times out of 100 you're probably not going to feel either that spark or they're not going to feel that spark or it'll fizzle out within a little bit blah 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 but what uh i really just want to say is that it only has to work out one time okay of all so true i love that it's such a good attitude mediocre first dates it only has to work out one time and also you can go into these dates and be like, oh, this person could be a friend or like so maybe true. Even like a business connection. You never know. Like you never how know. You might meet people in life or maybe you'll become, you'll, you know, become friends with them and they might introduce you to like their friend who you might actually hit it off with. So you just totally. never know how these Or their girlfriends. Go. Like maybe you're trying to make new girlfriends in a new city or something. Like, you never know. It's just yeah, like you never honestly know. go into things with an open mind and you never know who you're going to meet. And if you go into things with a positive attitude and positive energy, you're only going to attract positivity. So that's what I do want to end Totally. Oh, I love that, Kylie. Thank you. Much better ending. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, so did you have any questions this week? I don't. I have. did. Okay. I got a TikTok question. TikTok, Ooh, we yeah. love TikTok questions. Yes. So this girl said, hey girl, I've been watching your TikToks for a while and I need your help. I don't know how to shoot my shot on here with a guy I think is cute. How do you do it? So I think she's talking about shooting her shot via TikTok. And Ooh. what my advice would be for this is number one, let me click on her profile. Okay. So she has no TikTok content. I do think it helps when you have TikTok content and you're shooting your shot with a tiktoker because like even if you don't make that much stuff they might like search you or like check it out but if you do make stuff and it's funny or it's like appealing to them it's just like such a great way to like show off your personality and also yeah also it's a really great way to like engage with tiktokers like i feel like tiktokers are proud of their content and it actually takes them a good amount of time to make and there's typically typically not going to be like that many comments on tiktok so if you're going for like noah beck or something okay there's gonna be a lot but if you consistently comment and like engage with somebody there's a chance they're going to start recognizing your name or like engage back with you at some point so i would say if you're going to shoot your shot with a tiktoker maybe try to make some tiktok content just so that you can like relate to them a little bit even or just like appreciate their stuff even more And then um, for the actual shot shooting, other than like the commenting and engaging, I would recommend the IG DM. For sure. So, I mean, you transition, if they have a lot of TikTok followers, a lot of TikTok content, your messages might get bogged down in their, um, not like your messages, because a lot of times their DMs aren't open on TikTok, but their DMs are probably open on Instagram. So. Yes. Find Um, them on Instagram. Completely. And I would say a good thing to talk about if you are going to do that is obviously, I would say like a good convo starter is obviously their TikTok content and maybe something like interesting about it, just something like funny or whatever. But if they like know that you appreciate their videos and stuff, like, I don't know, I always get really happy when people appreciate my videos. Not that I have like that many TikTok followers by any means, but like, I feel like it's a good way to slide in. Definitely. I mean, and you can always do the creepy, not creepy, but like 
how guys slide in on Instagram, which is they, they like a bunch of your stuff because then it shows up on their notifications Yeah, and then shoot them the follow. So if they follow you back, then the DMs are open on TikTok and you can slide into their DMs on TikTok. Yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. And if you have to make content in order for them to follow you back, like they're not going to follow you back if you don't have any content, like make content where you're being funny and like, but also if you are trying to attract a guy because you're making content, you don't look like terrible, kind of cute. You don't have to like dress up that much. It's not like Instagram or anything, but like something shows your personality. And so then they'd actually be like, oh, this girl is like funny and cute. Shoots you the follow back. I'm telling you, men are so easy so he follows easy. you back you slide into those dms baby he is yours i was also just gonna say okay so what you're going after a tiktoker who's probably like between the ages of 17 and like 20 there's a good chance he's gonna message you back because he's a teenage boy and he's thirsty it's not that right. hard again right. don't put him on a pedestal because trust me it's not that hard like it's really yeah not. so no, people with tiktok tiktok platforms are not like instagram platforms or anything like that it's yeah um Anyway, they're not as like unattainable or anything like that. But totally, I would say first try to reach them off the platform. If that doesn't, probably in conjunction, try to like their stuff and like get them to follow you back. So the DMs then open up. Agreed, totally. Um, well, that's that's all I have for questions. Do you have anything? I don't. Cool. Um, Just- make sure to send us questions so that we can answer. We should do another like questions roundup sometime. Oh my gosh, yes. We will definitely, you should post a TikTok of asking for questions. I bet you a lot of people will send you questions. Yeah, I definitely will. Sweet. Well, I will talk to you soon. Please don't forget to follow us on Spotify, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, listen on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And give us a follow on TikTok slash the gram. Absolutely. Okay. Talk to you soon, Kylie. Talk to you soon. Bye. I'ma take the bottle for the game, yeah. Maybe we can make it if we try, yeah. Lately I've been looking more inside. You hit me when you're sipping. You only came for weekends. I hope I was wrong. I hope I was wrong. Write down everything I feel like. Well, I don't really ever want